Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared, fears faded, and Jesus revealed that he is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278. Welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder, joined by my friend Ann DeSantis. We're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sewing Hope. I am Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you, and thank you so very much for joining us today on our podcast. As always, I'm joined by Ann DeSantis, and you may hear my son in the background, Elvin Francisco. Uh, it's the uh, joys, I guess, of being a stay-at-home dad that we get to record these uh, and be on the air during the times when he's awake. So you may hear him uh, rattling his rattle and uh, making some noises in the background. But Ann, how are you today? Great, Bill. It's good to be here. Yes, it is. It is. And we're finishing up our 10-part series on how to grow in faith. I can't believe that we're on episode number 10. I know. I can't believe it either. And I really think that this is a, a wonderful series. So if people are li- people who are listening right now and you want to learn how to grow in faith, I think that Bill and I have given 10 practical ways that just listening to this podcast, if you have to travel somewhere, if you're at home and just doing other things, you can listen to uh, all 10 parts. And today, I think we have a great topic, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't you tell people about what we're talking about? I know uh, being invitational is so important to this as well. Yeah, what, we're, what the topic of this last one is the idea of inviting others. So we'll just call it inviting others to be a part of the faith. 
uh, and letting them know that we care, God cares, and the church cares too. And so that's really what it's all about. It's an invitation to worship. It's an invitation to be healed. It's an invitation to be a part of the universal Catholic church. Yeah, absolutely. And being invitational uh, toward others is so very important. It's, it's, uh, you know, really important that we grow our faith. And of course we can grow our faith through having children and raising them in the Catholic faith. I mean, that's a, that's a process that we can go through. Uh, but another way is to invite people who may have never heard about Jesus or have heard about him, but really don't, um, attend church or believe in him as Lord and savior, uh, to, to church, to invite them into this community of believers and welcome them. And I, and that, that's, that's what I think we're talking about in this, you know, is that second group of people, of course, um, you know, having children and raising them. I think we, uh, definitely covered that, uh, on our podcast before. So, uh, how do we invite those who maybe are, um, you know, questioning, but, you know, or, or going through a rough time in their lives or whatever. I mean, it's just an important idea that we have to uh, talk about when we talk about Christianity, because we are called to go and make disciples of all nations. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, I just think it's a beautiful thing that, you know, our faith isn't just about knowing a set of rules or checking off all these boxes that at the end of our lives, we can say to God, Hey, wasn't I good? I deserve to be brought into heaven. It's not about that at all. It's about being a part of the worldwide community of faith. And, and, you know, that's what it really does mean to be Catholic. And I thought I could talk about some really good resources that are actually uh, one article that I found on the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops on what is evangelization. And one, one of the things that they say here in this article that I'm looking at, uh, and it's simply called what is evangelization again, is that we must always be directed toward connecting to the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no true evangelization evangelization if the name, the teaching, the life, the promises, the kingdom, and the mystery of Jesus of Nazareth, the son of God, are not proclaimed. You know, he's got to be, he is the center of what uh, the teachings are all about. And, and, And not just in proclaiming, you know, that I believe in Christ, and then I'm saved. It's not so simple. What it is, is that making that decision to be an apostle, to be, excuse me, a disciple of Christ, to live it out every day and live it out through um, the way that you treat people, the way that I treat people, the way that we live out the 10 commandments, the way that we live out the two great commandments. So um, I think that's where it's got to all end and begin and end. Bill, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think you do have to, um, you know, look at discipleship when you talk about, you know, drawing people into the church, because when, you know, we're, we're talking about practically living out our faith, right? Like that's one of the big things that we're, that we're trying to do. And, you know, it, this is not as superficial. I think it kind of touched on it a little bit as well. It's not a superficial invitation. Like we're not inviting you just for a cup of coffee. You know, we're not inviting you uh, to just, you know, a parish meal or a dinner. We're inviting you to something so much deeper than just the, um, you know, that's what we're doing. We're inviting you to something so much deeper than your um, average, you know, just run of the mill social event. And I think that that's really important to keep in mind as well in discipleship. So, um, you know, inviting people is not just about inviting them to you know the local parish dinner. It's about inviting them to a relationship with Jesus. So I think that's so very important. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know, Bill, we shared on one of the podcasts about a program that actually helped both of us. Um, and it, it, the program is, is called Alpha. And if somebody would like to go to the website and check it out, it's alphausa.org. And what the Alpha course, uh, it's a 10-week course of videos and discussion groups that you have, usually in a church setting or in a home setting, um, is, is all about asking those questions of faith that we all have. You know, you might have been brought up in a certain faith, whether it's Catholic, Christian, or some other religion, and just asking yourselves, you know, those basic questions like, you know, uh, who is Jesus? You know, why did he die? Uh, what, who is the Holy Spirit? And some other really deep and important questions. You know, my husband and I, I guess it was maybe more than 20 years ago, uh, we were raised Catholic, but I would say that we were both kind of nominally Catholic at the time, meaning that we did go to mass, we did pray once in a while. But to be honest with you, I don't think that we really lived it 100% of our lives and, and really tried to make it a part in the fabric of who we were on a daily basis. And so I was invited to go to an alpha course by a friend. Uh, I didn't know what it was, but when I got there, what I found was uh, it gave me an opportunity to fellowship with other fellow believers, people who were questioning some of the things in the church. Um, and we all have hurts too. And I think that being introduced to that alpha course also helped me to heal, to heal from some of the things that have happened to me in my life. And realizing that God does care. Jesus cares about me. He cares about you. And he's real. He's real for all of our lives. Bill, I know you experienced the same thing a long time ago, didn't you? Absolutely, I did. I did <laughs> uh, experience something much like that uh, in, in my faith journey. You know, I mean, when you talk about your faith and you talk about your journey um, and you talk about understanding where you are, along that path, um, you, you, you sometimes you need a moment or two along that path to kind of jar you and wake you up to your faith. And so for, for me, um, it was the moment that I was at uh, Steubenville. Uh, I was at a Steubenville Youth Conference in 2001 when I really encountered the Lord and I knew that he needed uh, to be more than just, you know, a social figure or, you know, an important person in, in the history of the church. He was really God. He was really alive. And I think for, for us, again, being invitational is sharing that story. So for me, that's when my faith really became alive. It was that awakening moment. Uh, some people call that baptism in the Holy Spirit, realizing that you um, are completely awake and alive all of the gifts that you have been given uh, in the sacrament of uh, baptism and confirmation. But I mean, that's really where we are in our faith journey. Um, and, and we have to understand as people who are converted Catholics or converted Christians, that, that sharing that moment where our faith became fully alive, like, I mean, I can give a full hour-long talk on that journey in my life. And I can also tell it to you just like I did in, you know, five, five seconds there, right? Like this was a powerful awakening when the Holy Spirit 
uh, touched my heart. And so, again, when we're making disciples, when we're being invitational, sharing our experience is so very important. Why? Because, you know, when you know, when you share that experience, it's the only thing that somebody cannot argue with you about. Like, here's the thing. Here's what Jesus did in my life. Right. Uh, try to disprove that you can't, there's no, there's no way that you can say, uh, well, you know, that's, that's wrong. You know, uh, we can argue about doctrine and dogma and everything else. But one thing you can't argue with is the fact that I say, Jesus changed my life and here's how he did it. So that's one of the biggest and most important things that we can do as, as Catholics is share what Jesus did in our life. And that creates invitation, but it also creates the vulnerability right? Like us being vulnerable and us being um, open with others saying, you know what? I'm not perfect, but I know the guy who is, and I know that he can uh, take any situation and turn it into something for our good. And I think that that goes a long way to making disciples. So, you know, whether it's Alpha, like in your case, Anne, or uh, Steubenville, or whatever that might be, um, you know, just take, take advantage of uh, sharing that moment of faith with somebody else, because that's going to create disciples and that's going to be invitational. And that's going to invite others into the church um, where, where you cannot even imagine how the fruits of that go. Yeah, that's right. You can't even imagine where the fruits of that go uh, because I never would have guessed even back in 2000, I think it was 2000 or 2001 when I was introduced to all of this. And by that, I mean, being introduced to a, a real relationship with Christ um, that you and I would be here sitting here talking about these kinds of things and being able to share them openly so that other people can benefit, like you said. Um, and that's really what it's all about. Um, I just, for those who haven't heard my own um, story, and I know, like you said, Bill, that could be a whole hour thing if we told our story. But not only did, I, did it start with me being introduced through a program like Alpha, and you know, there's other programs. I'm not saying that Alpha is like the only way that somebody can be introduced to the faith and be uh, brought closer and, and into that relationship with him so that Jesus is, is an important part of everything in your life, every moment of your life. Um, but another way for me was, you know, sometimes when we go through tough times and we call out to God, whether it be something to do with health or relationships, job loss, um, divorce, separation, whatever it is, you know, sometimes those instances of crisis and adversity that happen are, are times that we can realize that it's not just about us, that God is with us, that God will help us to get through those challenging times. And for me, uh, which I've talked about before, just in a nutshell, was that I was at that time when I was kind of, in my opinion, I was kind of on death's door when I had my second child and was diagnosed with heart failure with peripartum cardiomyopathy. And it, it was a disease that came that um, I, I never would have expected it. I didn't have any heart issues before that. Um, but as hard as that time was in my life is that I cried out to God, not just to be healed physically, but also spiritually and emotionally, psychologically. And it's been a journey. It's not going to be a once and done for any of us, I don't think, in terms of healing. When they use that word healing, people use that word and you think, well, what does that really mean? And for me, it's meant a journey 
of realizing that um, that I can survive life, right? I can survive life. Bill, you can too, anybody who's listening. But I think one of the big lessons that I learned was that there is sin in the world and there is imperfection. And there are, I hate to say, mean people. And there is bad things that happen to good people. But that doesn't mean that we can't overcome through our faith, through prayer, through belief that God is going to get you through this. It might not be perfect. You might not have the money in the bank account that you need right now. You might not have friends that support you during this time. You might not even have a church community that you feel connected to. I know I went through that myself. But in God's time, God is going to get you through. And that's why Bill and I came together on this podcast on Sowing Hope, because it's all about sowing hope into broken hearts. And we, we as a podcast, as a team here, um, we did this podcast series for you so that you can know that you can get through whatever those adversities are in your life right now. Know that we are here for you. God is here for you. Uh, Bill, I didn't know if you had anything to say on that note. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things that always comes to mind is a line that I used uh, when I share my personal witness. And I always say that you don't have to have open heart surgery in order to encounter God. Uh, just because I've had three open heart surgeries doesn't mean that you need to have it to encounter God. And I think that's really profound and important because um, whatever your story is, go tell it. And it doesn't have to be some big story. Um, you know, I mean, there are people with much better stories than I or Anne have, um, you know, about about how, you know, we came to Jesus and we know a lot of them because we have them and host our friends on this podcast. Um, and, and they tell these phenomenal stories. But the, the reality is, is that you have a story, too. And your story, your little piece of whatever discipleship um, walk you have with the Lord can bring people into the church. That is what Jesus intended you to do, right? Like your story, your witness, all of that is so very, 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 very important to the building up of the kingdom. He wouldn't give you your story if it didn't have meaning, right? Like all the drama and, and sin and everything that you have been through in your life, like past sinful behavior, whatever it is, he has given it to you for a purpose to share. And, um, you know, just look at the Bible, right? Like, why is it important that we have uh, 46 Old Testament books of all these, you know, sinful drama filled situations? I mean, just, just open it up. You'll find all the sinful drama drama filled situations in the Old Testament. Why is it important that we do that before we, we have, um, you know, the answer of Jesus Christ coming to rescue us from sin. Why is it important that God made that his word? Well, it's because that it's just another instance of saying you have a story and, and no matter what it is, God is great and he will come into that and rescue you from that past. And you're meant to share it. You are so meant to share that story. So please, um, don't ever be afraid. You don't have to stare it on, share it on a podcast. You don't have to share it with your friends, um, you know, on a big stage or something like that. That's not what everybody is called to do. You might be called to share it at a coffee shop with somebody who, you know, is a acquaintance or somebody you just met. 
um, you know, that, 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 that's what I would say. Um, you know, so, uh, I'll, you know, I'll turn it back over to you Anne. but yeah, I mean, that's really what I would say about, you know, sharing your story and it welcomes people in the church. Yeah. Well said. You're right. It doesn't have to be something dramatic. You know, not everybody has a really dramatic story. And, and, you know, to be honest with you, Bill, even when I went through the health issue and the crisis, I was a little shy uh, for a while to really share that with everybody. Um, and for people who are listening right now who are going through some kind of a health crisis or emotional, psychological, whatever it is, some kind of crisis, you can feel kind of um, inward about really letting people know what you went through because it's, it was so hard and sometimes it's even hard to talk about. So um, if you decide that that's not something that you want to do, it's okay. But I guess point being is sometimes uh, those, those dramatic stories don't mean that you're any better or that I'm any better if somebody has a dramatic faith story or a dramatic change in their life in, according to their faith. You know, it could be an inside decision on your own that you decided that you wanted to make not just religion, but Jesus, your faith. And living out, if you're Catholic, living out a sacramental life, going back to church, getting back involved, caring about the, the time of prayer, that's very important. I don't think you can really grow that much in your faith if you don't pray. You know, praying is, your, is where the relationship is, where you listen to God, where he listens to you, and where you can have a conversation with him, a real conversation. Even though you might think to yourself, how can that be when I, it's just me in a room? whether it be at home, at church, in front of adoration, you can have that relationship with Christ. Uh, I want to also refer to something that I just found online. It's the same article from the USCCB on evangelization. And it says that we must evangelize because the Lord Jesus commanded us to do so. He gave the church the unending task of evangelizing as a restless power to stir and to stimulate all its actions until all nations have heard this good news, and until every person has become his disciple. You know, that image in the Bible of Jesus carrying that one sheep, you know, the one in the 90 uh, out of the hundred, the 99 were following him and they were okay, but it was that one that got away. You know, there's a lot of them all over the world. And I know for me, I was one of those ones that wasn't walking with him and didn't think too much about him in my daily life. And even now, even though it's been 20 years or more since I handed my life completely over to Christ, uh, I still have times where I have to get myself back on track every day. Every day, it's a journey. You know, uh, when you're Catholic, it's not a once and done. And I know Bill understands that. It is a daily conversion. And that's why uh, being a Catholic, we have the sacraments of the church. We call it living out the sacramental journey, meaning it starts out with baptism and then you receive your sacraments, such as reconciliation, the Holy Eucharist, confirmation, and then those sacraments of service, whether they be holy orders or matrimony. And then, of course, we also have that sacrament of the sick, which is the, the last sacrament that you may receive at the end of your life. Um, and just a couple words on that, too, is that you can receive the sacrament of the sick, uh, even if you're not in death, if you are gravely ill in some way, and usually it's a physical way, but if someone is, is suffering greatly emotionally or psychologically or mentally, you can also receive that sacrament of the sick where you get the prayers, you get blessed with holy oil by the priest, 
And what it does is it gives you that grace to continue on the journey. It might not give you a magic healing of whatever you're, whatever you're dealing with, whether it be physical or mental, psychological, but it gives you the grace and the strength to continue. Um, and I know for me, that's what it did. Cause um, you know, when I went through that heart issue, um, that wasn't the only time that I received the sacrament of the sick because I was going through a rough time uh, another time in my life where I, I felt that I needed the sacrament and it did help to give me more strength for the journey, for the daily walk with Christ and with others, because uh, let's face it, it's not easy and it's not easy because of sin, because of vice, but we can turn to God in prayer and through our own virtues and, and going closer to him. Uh, I just want to refer again to that article that I was just reading again, that it says the Lord commanded us to evangelize because salvation is offered to every person in him. More than a holy figure or prophet, Jesus is God's word, God's very infant, the power and wisdom of God. He's our savior, becoming like us and accepting our human nature. He addressed in himself, in his death and resurrection, the brokenness of our lives. He suffers through our sin. He feels our pain. He knows the thirst of our death. He accepts the limits of our human life so that he might bring us beyond those limits. And, you know, it is a pilgrimage, isn't it, Bill? We're on a pilgrimage. It's not, um, never, nothing is ever once, once and done in this life. No, it's definitely not. Uh, and Ann, thank you so much for sharing, you know, all about the, really the sacramental life and, and, and the, the joys of discipleship. I mean, that's really what the sacraments end up being is they, end up being those, um, those guideposts, right? I mean, and, and, and those, uh, beautiful, um, those beautiful moments in our life where we get to encounter God. Uh, so what, what great benefits we have when we talk about um, the sales pitch for bringing people into the church, right? Like, hey, here's where you get to encounter God at the most uh, difficult moments like you were talking about with the uh, sacrament of anointing of the sick. Um, and some of the most joyful moments like marriage or uh, Holy Communion or Holy Orders, like, you know, think about where we get to meet God all along the way and the beautiful things that we can uh, do to encounter God in this discipleship journey. So, um, and I, I really, uh, I really think this whole series has been so great. And I, and I thank you uh, so much for, for doing this with me. And I think uh, to all of our listeners, they ought to go back and listen to all 10 episodes again, because, uh, you know, there's, I think so much wisdom and it's really not from either of our mouths. I mean, maybe it's from our mouths, but it's, uh, but I truly believe it's inspired by the Holy spirit. Oh, absolutely. And it, it's a pleasure to work with you on this podcast. Cause not only do we do things like this, like these series, because Bill and I have done a few other series too. We did the Beatitudes before and we did some other ones, but this one was 10 ways to grow in faith. So you can learn about it. Make sure you go to patchwork heart ministry on YouTube and subscribe. Make sure you go to patchworkheart.org and take a look at, at Bill's ministry, my ministry too. Um, I work for the St. Raymond Onatus foundation at nonatus.org. You can also uh, follow friend and like us too. Um, Bill, do you want to, before we end, tell them about our book? Oh yes, absolutely. So um I would love it if uh, you'd all go over and check out our new book that Ann and I uh, both co-authored uh, with two others uh, called Hearts Burning Within Us. It is a book for college students that answers the deepest questions on their heart. 
Uh, and so I'd encourage you, if you would, um, go and visit our website, patchworkheart.org, or it's available on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. But, um, but, but, but visit uh, there and check out the new book because uh, it's really uh, timely for these students at this current um, time in their faith walk. Uh, we, we did an amazing job with uh, talking with students and really asking them what the deepest questions were on their heart and journeyed with them much like the road to Emmaus. So uh, I really do encourage you to go over to our website, patchworkheart.org. It's right on the front uh, page. You'll see our trailer for the book, uh, probably in the beginning and end of this program, but you'll also uh, see it on the website and then the description and what some other people have said about it and all that good stuff. So uh, really thank you for uh, supporting our ministry um, in, in all the ways you do, whether it's listenership or, uh, you know, helping us with uh, the purchase of books and stuff like that. So really do appreciate it. And as always, thank you for all that you do to support uh, our ministry and keep our hearts beating. That's right. Keep our hearts beating, Bill. Thank you so much. God bless everyone. And we'll see you on our next podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sewing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or andesantis2.